My, 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 do I have a lot to talk about. Turn this one up and I'll be right back. And you're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Hold tight. Watch them. Sound. Reflects a complex hybrid dialect now Detect the mesh of many elements compressed down The melting pot of a super futurist sound The combination of a vocal caress With lungs that gasp for breath from emotional stress With special effects In a distorted collage Carefully lodged between beats of a rhythmic barrage It's going down The logical progression on the timeline The separation narrowed down to a fine line To blur the edges so they blend together properly Take you on an audible odyssey Now it's going down A logical progression on the timeline The separation narrowed down to a fine line to blur the edges so they blend together properly Take you on an audible odyssey Now it's going down Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men to the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe When we melt down the wax in your record degree Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men to the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe When we melt down the wax in your record degree Again it is, composed sentences, altogether venomous The four elements of natural force Projected daily through the sound of the source Everybody on board as we blend The sword with the pen The mightiest of weapons swinging right for the chin To elevate mental states long gone with the wind To defend men from shoddy imitation pretends It's going down, style assimilation Readily, trekking through the weaponry Of a pure pedigree, cleverly Seeing through whatever is ahead of me Whatever the weather be, we advance steadily It's going down, subterrestrial hot Around regiment that's calling the shot an execution of collaborative plots Ready to bring the separation of style to a stop It's going down A logical progression on the timeline The separation narrowed down to a fine line To blur the edges so they blend together properly Take you on an audible odyssey Now it's going down Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men to the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe When we melt down the wax in your record degree Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men to the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe when we melt down the wax in your wreck and cream. X-Men, I'm about to blast off worldwide. X-Men, I'm about to blast off worldwide. And you do it like this. I'm about to blast, 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 blast off worldwide. Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men to the 10th degree. Nobody in the world is safe when we melt down the wax in your wreck and cream.
happy Cinco de Mayo. Some of you may be starting the day uh, by planning on partying and drinking all day and blowing off work. Some of you might be drinking at work. You know, I don't know. I don't know what your plans are. I don't know what the tradition for Cinco de Mayo is besides, you know, maybe you're drinking some Cuervo 1800 or you're drinking some Don Julio or maybe you're drinking your own piss. And I know you just heard that statement. You're like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to tell you. I told you I cruise the news, man. I find this shit. I kid you not. And I share it with you. I throw my intellect on it or whatever, half-assed, witted comedy, and you figure it out. A 34-year-old vegan in England swears the byproduct of relieving himself relieves more than just his bladder. Harry Matadine has claimed he drinks his own piss daily. Now, urine is in the story, but when I tell the story and I say the word piss, I find it more comical and more engaging than saying he drinks his own urine. So he drinks his own piss. He said that the stomach churning practice has cured him of his depression and made him look 10 years younger. I will walk around a miserable motherfucker like I am now before I'm going to drink my own piss to cure my depression. He said he used to suffer from depression and severe social anxiety, which he claimed was cured almost immediately after beginning urine therapy during the summer of 2016 in an open-minded and desperate attempt to quote-unquote heal. It was beyond my wildest imaginations how powerful... It was when I drank it. He told the jam press, from the moment I drank the urine, it woke up my brain and removed my depression. I felt a new sense of peace, calm, and determination. He said, wow, I can make it for free and always keep myself in this happy state. Maybe there's hope for the people that like golden showers for fuck's sake. I don't know. Matadine reportedly guzzles 200 milliliters, about 6.7 fluid ounces of his own liquid waste every day. His daily drink often consists of month-old urine topped off with a splash of fresh pee. What the fuck? The holistic health nut swear... Yeah, he's definitely a nut. That's a fucking understatement. The holistic health nut swears pee is super clean. And I've heard that before. I, d I have heard that. But it still doesn't mean I'm going to fucking do a shot of it. And he's even self-published several books on urine therapy, including Aged Urine Discovery of the Century. Fresh urine is never as bad as you imagine, he says. It's neutral smelling and not a bad taste unless you are really toxic, he insisted. But the aged urine is always smelly and the taste is a refined and acquired one i'll say it just takes some getting used to dude fuck no he said <laughs> i really want to stop the story but every time i scan the next paragraph i feel like i should go on i feel like it's my duty to continue sharing this fucking lunacy over in england he says he doesn't just care about his insides he said he uses cups of piss in his hands and massages it into his face as a moisturizer Oh, my God. Urine has made me look a lot younger. Drinking the aged urine has revitalized my face to its youthful years. And when I rub it on my face, the difference is instant and obvious, he claimed. My skin is young, soft, and glowing. Aged urine is the best food for the skin that I have found to date. When you rub it on, it softens the skin and keeps it youthful and elastic. I don't use any other skin care than piss. Now, granted, it said urine, but again, I find piss to be a little bit more comical for this storytelling part of the podcast. So speaking of storytelling, on the last podcast, I told a story. I, I told a fib, I guess. I guess I've been out of for telling a fib, but I have I have good reason to. Now, I had read a story, a couple a lot of sources actually, because it was on it was on their reality yeah, it was on their reality show. And there was a story about uh, you know, Kardashian sex tape and how Kanye went to rescue and save the day and he flew out to LA. Well, I guess that's all bullshit. And here's why. Ray J, who's the other star in the tape, obviously, says, nah, man, it ain't going out like that. So he has spoken up, spilled the tea, if you will. So speaking of storytelling, he's like, nah, they're full of shit, basically. He said, 
Uh, I've sat in the shadows along the Kardashians to use my name, abuse my name, make billions of dollars talking about a topic I've never really spoken about, which is true. Ray J really hasn't said much. It's always been Tim talk, Kim talking shit about it. Kim's former lover revealed that she has a second tape of the two of them having sex, and she kept it in a Nike shoebox under her bed. He says Kim has always been in possession of all the sex tapes she made with Ray J. He's never owned copies of any of them, he said. Ray J said he did not leak any of the tape, and the tape release was a business partnership between him, Kim, and Kris Jenner. Now, I believe that because they're all about making some money. Like, who didn't know that wasn't a business deal? Like, you know, she wasn't that. She she got fucking paid. He got paid. But if you think about it, and I don't, maybe he has, I don't remember him talking much about it. You know what I mean? Because he was laying a pipe, doing his thing, whatever. I never watched it. I'm sure it's entertaining to some. I don't know. Listen to this shit. He said he was outraged that Kim claimed on the show that he might have a tape showing him put a, putting a dildo on her ass while she slept. <laughs> Come on, Kim. Come on. He says, that makes me sound like a rapist, Ray J said. In a text to Ray J, Kim admits, if you're upset about the dildo comment, it was clearly a sarcastic joke, and I was laughing when I said it, but you can't do shit like that, man. It's just like when people say, well, no offense. No, it's still offensive, you dumb fuck. Just because you say no offense doesn't mean it takes a sting out of it, you know, or I'm just saying, no. Earnings from the tape released in 2007 has reached an estimated 100 million worldwide. The infamous Kim Kardashian sex tape was released like an album by Kim herself, who kept the only copy of it, stashed it in a Nike shoebox under her bed, along with the rest of the steamy tape she made with Ray J. The DailyMail.com has learned. So she made a joke about him. See, you just don't, can't do that shit to people, man. Leave the dude alone. So again, again, I apologize for lying. I thought Kanye was there to save the day. I thought he threw on the Batman cape and rescued the computer and flew back to try to pledge his love for his kid. And it's bullshit. So he fucked me over, or I should say the news fucked me over because I read a story that wasn't true. He's He didn't go cross country. People that are going cross country is that corrections officer that helped the dude escape from jail. You know, I'm sure you, everybody's heard the story out in Alabama. So this is funny because the story, one of the headlines in the New York Post, missing corrections officer may be brainwashed, mother-in-law says. No, she's dick-whipped. She ain't brainwashed. He obviously, in some form or fashion, was laying a pipe to her. She got hooked and decided to throw her whole career. I mean, she sold her house and everything else, throw her whole career away, and boom, she's out. She's gone. Like a fucking modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. Brainwashed. Pfft. No, she's dick-whipped. There's a fucking difference. Since I happen to be on the subject of uh, weird oddities in relationships, uh, this isn't about a porn tape per se, but it is, but it is about Wiz Khalifa. You know Wiz Khalifa, black and yellow, black and yellow. And that's really the only song I know by him. I'm, I'm a 54-year-old white guy, and I don't have much Wiz Khalifa in my music library. That's the only song I know. But anyway, he got on Twitter, and this tweet has already gotten 130,000 likes, and said he confessed that he likes women who boss him around and it turns him on. It seems like he loves women to take the lead in the relationship and in the sack. All right, Wiz, do your thing. Wiz Khalifa was married to Amber Rose, which is just one of the several women he has been with. It is uncertain that Rose was the bossy one while the pair was together, but he definitely likes women that are dominant. All right, Wiz, man, you do you. I, I ain't got nothing to add to that. Black and yellow, black and yellow 
ain't scared of it, but them pros ain't Soon as I hit the club, look at them face Hit the pedal once, make the floor shake Sway inside, my engine roaring It's the big boy, you know what I paid for it And I got the pedal to the metal Got you out here checking game, I'm balling out on every level Hear them haters talk, but there's nothing you could tell them Just made a million, got another million on my schedule No love for them, boy, I'm breaking hearts No keys, push to start Yeah, uh-huh, you know what it is Listening to the Alex B podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word: the Alex B podcast. Welcome back to the Alex B podcast. In addition to those social media avenues that you just heard the lovely Laura Steele mention, you can also find little parts and bits and pieces on TikTok. Uh, the Alex B podcast. If you sometimes I'll, I don't do dances or nice shit on TikTok. Sometimes it'll be clips of the show or just other stuff I find amusing because it's really weird. Again, we're going to talk about the internet here for a minute. What people pay attention to, what they don't pay attention to, or whatever. And this kind of trips me out. First, I think Facebook needs to have like a meet and greet. Okay, like a meet and greet, and everybody on their name tag writes their screen name. And then this way, people can see what each other looks face-to-face, and then everybody who wants to talk shit on a keyboard can square up in real life. I think I think that'd be kind of cool, like American Ninja. It could be like American Idiot, and then two people just fucking duke it out. I think that would be awesome. And see if they would say the same things in person that they do on the keyboard. 
Say, give me a translation, motherfuckers. Like, speak. Nine times out of ten, more often than not, if you will, the keyboard is one version of a person when they're when they're in the safety of their home behind their screen and then seeing people in real life. That's a big difference. But anyway, I digress. Enough of that. So I posted a meme on social media across the boards on Twitter, TikTok, and, and everything. And it was a it was a picture of the guy that, you know, got basically beat up after he tried to bum rush Dave Chappelle. And I did I created a meme that said, When your Will Smith strategy got you fucked up at a Chappelle show. <laughs> Now, here's what's bizarre to me. There's two things that are bizarre about this. On TikTok, all I did was put the picture up with a little music bed, and it has got 10,000 plays and 50 likes and three reposts. 10,000 plays for a meme, a static meme, not a movie. It wasn't like I fucking had the fight footage. And it got 10,000 plays on TikTok. 50 likes. I mean, that's cool. I, I don't go, I don't do anything for the likes on social media because I'm more stoked that the podcast is carried on as many platforms as it is. So that's kind of my, my flex, if you will, is the fact that you can listen, you know, on, on Apple and Google and everything else. Okay. So the 10,000, I'm kind of stoked. 10,000 people played that meme, saw the joke and saw the Alex B podcast logo on the, whatever the fuck was covering up his handcuffs or whatever. And then what the really kicker is, and I find it be, I, I'm not fanboying by any means, but I think it's pretty cool. If you ever remember the movie and live in color, and I know you, you, you know, comedians, David Allen Greer liked my tweets. I responded to E news on Twitter. I, I did a screenshot of it too. I bullshit you not. And it's the same thing. It's the picture, you know, it says when, when Will Smith strategy, blah, 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 blah. And it says liked by David Allen Greer and it's him because it's got the little check mark. So I thought that was pretty cool that somebody out in Hollywood or wherever the fuck he lives thought my shit, like my shit. I thought it was cool. That's me. That's my flex. Not about likes or whatever. Just I think it's kind of cool that somebody, you know, it caught somebody's eye. And then, of course, you know, again, 10,000 plays on that on that video, which, again, is a static meme with some music behind it, is, is weird. Because what people pay attention to on the Internet, completely, completely bizarre to me. While on the subject of the Internet, the chick known as Bad Baby, who is also known as the chick from the Catch Me Outside, the chick from Dr. Phil, that fucking dingbat. A headline says, Bad Baby's estranged father thinks she's becoming groomed to be an adult star. Okay, well, she bragged about buying a house in cash with the money she made on fucking OnlyFans. What do you think she's doing on there? Giving etiquette lessons? It's kind of too late for that. I think he just wants a little bit of money. I, dude, I think, I think that fucking ship has sailed, and you missed, your, you missed the calling. She's being groomed. She's being, well, you know. She's obviously got a business manager. She's obviously got somebody that's finding some way to capitalize on that few minutes that she was on Dr. Phil, which seemed like an ages ago, and she's still somehow in the news. I don't know how. I mean, OnlyFans, I'm sure it's not that hard to make that much money on OnlyFans, depending on whatever you're doing. <laughs> but she said paid like, I don't know, 20 million. She just made like a bunch of money on OnlyFans, was bragging about it, and now her father's speaking up like, hey, you know, like, wait a minute. I'm sure he wants a cut of it. I'm sure she's not giving him shit. But who knows? Hopefully she was giving money to her mom because God knows she talked enough shit to her when she was growing up. So hopefully mom is benefiting from that. And uh, they don't have because they had a violent relationship, I guess. When she was on Dr. Phil, she was violent, fighting and stuff. U.S. intelligence. Now, I try not to get too political on the podcast, but this is just some common sense shit. No matter what side of the fence you're on, U.S. intelligence is helping Ukraine find Russian generals to kill says officials. Now, didn't Putin kind of warn us not to be fucking around over there? 
and there was a there was a picture or something that they were there was Ukraine uh, Ukrainian soldiers were like laying like the 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 Russian soldiers out in the form of a Z or something like come on now I don't want I know Putin can be trigger happy on those fucking buttons but why would you guys leak that story anyway it was it was it's obviously that's not U.S. intelligence because it's not intelligent that the whole country fucking knows we're helping them on the DL but I'm not on the DL anymore because now it's a fucking thing. That's the headline. U.S. intelligence helping Ukraine find Russian generals to kill them. I guess by drones or whatever the fuck they're doing. Man, I, I do not want to get in a pissing contest with Putin. That guy's fucking nuts. I think he's proven that. He said it. I, I don't think he's like, uh, uh, oh boy, North Korea, whatever. You know, that he does these missile launches and they fall into the fucking lake like a dead bottle rocket. I think he's got a little bit more oomph that I think we need to pay attention to. But why this stuff becomes public, I don't know. Okay, before I wrap things up, I want to talk about Netflix because I've had Netflix for God knows how long. And I never really, I really got into Ozark. And I know the season obviously just came back for its final season. And I've been trying to stay away from spoilers because I don't want to know what happens. I haven't, I haven't picked it up yet. So in trying to find something to distract my short attention span from Ozark, I'm cruising Netflix, looking at just stuff. And... <laughs> This is so weird that this is an actual thing on Netflix. And it's crazy because people are watching this. It's called Married at First Sight. Have you guys heard of this? I guess it's been out for a while. Now, I only watched a couple episodes. And there's some people who have dated like forever that get married and can't get it right. There's, some, you know, there's all kinds of strange things and strange ways that people get together. They propose. This is like you don't meet your partner until you're at the altar. It's an extreme social experiment. Six singles yearning for a lifelong partnership agreed to provocative proposal. Getting married the moment they meet. Season one was in 2014. We're in 2022, kids. So obviously people are watching this shit. Would you do that? Would you like trust some matchmaker and marry somebody right? And then they got like six weeks. I don't know. Yeah, they got a couple weeks or whatever to figure out if they're going to stay married or if they're going to get divorced. Like you don't see the person or nothing. You don't meet them till it's time to say I do. And then you get married like, <laughs> that's like an arranged marriage, right? Like they do overseas and shit. I think that's, it's fascinating. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I watched a couple episodes. I'm like, this is fucked up. Like we, it's bad enough. We got the bachelor, the bachelorette. We got fucking, you know, uh, bachelor in paradise and all this other nonsense. And now we got this where people are not saying I do until people show up. But what do you do like if they get to the altar, man? Now, obviously, that would be edited out. Like if let's say you're standing at the altar, man, your dude shows up, your woman shows up. You're like, man, fuck this. I'm out. Obviously, they've edited that out or they or they make sure that everybody that's participating in the episode stays through. I mean, there's not going to be nobody. Now, if they did it on live television, now that would be pretty badass. Because then you can see what people's reaction are. But by the time the producers get a hold of it and the writers, they make it look like it's just a really cool reality show. But it's scripted. And then the new show, it's called The Bullshit Show, I think, or something. And it's on Netflix. Howie Mandel hosted it. And it's crazy because you have three people. You're up there. They read. There's a story that's read or or something. And... The contestant tries to give the answer, and then three people determine if the guy's bullshitting or not. And I guess it's like a pro they need to have this game show at work. And instead of calling it like the bullshit show or whatever, you call it like you're full of shit. And then you let somebody like say something at work, and when you know they're full of shit, you just say, Man, you're full of shit. And instead of winning money, if you if you if you pass all the levels, you get to keep your job. If people find out you're full of shit, they fire you. 
that's what we man could you imagine that i don't man <laughs> if you could do you're man you're full of shit but again do it in the workplace or do it with your friends people you know you just got shit on and you're just gonna say nah man nah you lying you up here lying you twisting the truth like a fucking pretzel that's all I got. You're listening to the Alex B podcast. Uh, thanks again. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. You can uh, check out parts of the show. I may do some more recording, some more episode posting. You just got to listen. And again, thanks for uh, checking out the social media. I'm still tripping, man. 10,000 plays. <laughs> I don't get it. So, but thank God you got it. And thank God you listened to the podcast. And uh, I'm out. Have a good secret of the mail.